You're listening to episode number 252, and today we're mixing things up. I'm giving you a sneak peek inside of one of my most popular courses called Health Made Simple. This is the Made for Living Well podcast, hosted by Alexa Sherm, the place to create a life well-lived. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa, and this is the place where I believe you were made for living well. In fact, I believe it so much that I created an entire course focused on this one idea, that health is inside of you and you have everything you need to live it out. I know it sounds crazy because in the world fixated on your problems, it's easy to believe that we need to chase some external thing making us believe that is the answer to health. But the reality is, is that our bodies are completely capable of healing themselves, and our job is not to change the body, but work to support the systems that are already in place for amazing things to happen. Today, I wanted to mix things up and give you a sneak peek inside of my course, Health Made Simple. I'm launching it live in just a couple of short weeks, although you can sign up at any point throughout the year, but I only go through it live with participants once or twice a year. So I wanted to give you a little idea of what is actually inside the class. What are some things that you are going to learn and how can you use this information to really create change in your life? Because more than just knowledge, what we really need is the ability to change, the ability to put this into practice and actually see the results that we desire. And that is the heart and the mission behind Health Made Simple, is yes, to give you the knowledge about how your entire system works together, not just one specific system like your hormones or your cardiovascular system, but to see the entire picture, mind, body, and soul, understanding it through the flow of energy which in the end gives you a lot of great action steps that you can take and use to implement in your own life. Now, this first lesson is gonna be mostly on metabolism and the knowledge behind that. The action steps behind that are inside Health Made Simple. If you love what you hear and you wanna learn more, head on over to thelivingwell.com to get signed up for Health Made Simple. Again, I'm going through it live. There's all kinds of bonuses going on now, which you can find over at thelivingwell.com. I know it's a big investment, but once you sign up, you get it for life. And honestly, you continuously get to join into these live classes. So it really quickly pays for itself. Plus the testimonials are pretty amazing in themselves. But I know it is a big investment. And if money is holding you back, please let me know. I never want to turn anyone away because of the financial cost of this. I really believe health should be cost-effective. So if you're struggling, just reach out to us at support at thelivingwell.com and we'll help find a plan that does work for you or we'll make a way for you inside this class. But otherwise, here's a sneak peek of what you'd be getting inside. Today, I'm posting lesson one of Health Made Simple. There is a second part of this that is the action plan that's inside Health Made Simple. And then later this week, I'm gonna be posting the second lesson, which is one of my absolute favorite topics about health that is always overlooked. So we're gonna be diving into that, and that lesson really matters in the overall scope of your health. So stay tuned for that, but I hope you enjoyed lesson one. Again, if this is interest to you, head on over to thelivingwell.com and sign up for Health Made Simple. Welcome to the very first lesson in Health Made Simple. Today, we're talking all about metabolism. 
Now, metabolism and every other lesson that we're gonna go through is really influenced by energy. So if you have not listened to that introductory lesson on energy, you should go back and listen to that before you watch this video because it's really important to understand energy and how it's working in the body outside of kind of the woo-woo notion that we get around energy, but to understand that everything in our life is being based off of our energy level. And metabolism feeds into that because metabolism is exactly that. So today we're gonna talk about metabolism, what it is, and really just give you a baseline of knowledge behind how your body is working. Because if we can start to see our body working as one whole unit, it makes it easier to understand and to pay attention to all the signals and the ways our body is communicating to ourselves and then provide for it on the other side. So in this first lesson, we're just talking about the education side of what metabolism is and how it functions inside the body. In part two of this lesson, I'm gonna give you the action plan. Okay, now that we know about metabolism, what are some things that we can do to up-level our metabolism, to work with our metabolism so we can see the results that we want to see? Now, interestingly, metabolism often gets lumped into this idea that it's influencing or it's the reason for our weight problems. And if we could just fix our metabolism, then we could lose weight, right? Life has been so much about how do I speed up my metabolism or rev my metabolism? But what you'll realize and what I wanna teach you is that metabolism's job does not, like our job is not to influence metabolism, but metabolism is directly related to your existing energy levels. So let's just start with the definition of metabolism. Metabolism's definition is the process in which your body uses energy. Now you might think, okay, but if I could speed up my metabolism, then my body would use more calories, therefore I would burn some extra fat as fuel and lose the weight. Yeah, it sounds like that's a process, but I wanna be clear, metabolism, while its function is to help our body use energy, it really is just communicating to our body based on how much energy that's already present, what to do with that energy. So it doesn't necessarily, like we can't influence metabolism without influencing our energy level. And that's like a really, really critical point that you should write down in your notes. You cannot change your metabolism without changing your energy levels because it's in direct relation to your energy. So yes, metabolism's job is to communicate to the body how to use that energy and the rate at which it can burn energy but we can't change metabolism without changing our energy. So it's always gonna go back to how can we influence our energy patterns to be that of health, to be that of thriving. So that's essentially what metabolism is. We're gonna break that down a little bit further because if we can start to understand this foundational lesson and then we can start to put some pieces together and in the action plan, this is gonna go much, much more smoothly. So again, metabolism is the process in which your body uses energy or communicates with your body on how to use that energy. Whether it's, we have an abundance of energy, therefore let's burn it, let's use it, let's put it into cells so we feel alive and well. Or on the flip side, if you feel like your energy levels are suffering, well then your body is going to communicate via metabolism to slow down, to 
uh, start storing, hoarding, and conserving energy because it feels like it might not be there. There's a threat to your energy level, which tells your metabolism to slow way down. Now, interestingly, there's this common thought, right, that if I could just um, eat less calories, then I could increase my metabolism. So I'm going to break a few myths before we get started. So calories are obviously a very common denominator in the health space because calories are a measure of energy. However, we have to be careful with this because while, yes, calories are a measure of energy, it's a production of heat. Just because you consume those calories does not mean your body's going to do the same thing with them. So it's not always just about what you eat, but it's always about what your body does with what you consume. And that's gonna be influenced by your metabolism or the state of your energetic level. So again, I'm gonna make that very clear. Just because you do something or just because you perfectly calculate your calories does not mean your body is going to do the same thing time and time again with those calories. And the most important and critical element in getting healthy is understanding what is my body doing with what I provide. And I think this is like that missing component in the health space, like where we try to micromanage all of these external things, how much we work out and how many calories we eat and how many macronutrients we consume. And while those calculations are easy to manage, easy to control and why we love them so much, the reality is, is they don't work long-term specifically because your body is not doing the same thing with the calories all the time. Let me give you an example. There is some research that's been done on this subject to help understand metabolism and how metabolism can change. Now we're gonna talk about this again later on um, as we get into some more of the action plan, but throughout the course of a day even, your metabolism level is going to change based on your circadian clock. It can also change on the cycles of your menstrual cycle and the, um, the seasonality cycles. So men, uh, metabolism is gonna be cyclical. But what we have found, just to give you like the preliminary overview idea of this study, we'll dig into it more later, is that when given people, you know, a group of people, the exact same amount of calories and the exact same environment, right? They took a group of people, even some identical twins, and placed them all in a lab to eat their meals. They had the exact same meals, the exact same amount, and they all ate the same the same meal. Now what they found was that people who ate their meal at different points in the day metabolized those calories or metabolized that energy drastically differently. So we know that no matter how many calories you consume, the body can still do something different based on a lot of different factors. Now if we go back to calories or energy, right? The idea that if we could decrease our calories will increase our metabolism is false. And the reason for this is, is that metabolism is a homeostatic measure. Meaning that, like we learned in the last video, homeostasis is that balance that our body is looking for that creates a state of thriving. So what metabolism is going to do is it's going to work to create homeostatic balance inside the body. And it does so based on our energy levels. So what metabolism is doing is it's not increasing by the decrease of calories that you consume. It's actually going to eventually work to create a new homeostatic value where it meets that. So the less energy you provide your body, 
the slower your metabolism is gonna get. And this is why we know a reduction of calories or what we consider restriction long-term has very negative side effects. It's because your body works to meet how many calories you're consuming. Therefore, your whole body slows down. And then if you happen to eat a few more calories than normal, or you uh, have a splurge day or whatever you wanna call it, you tend to gain weight pretty quickly because it's become a threat in the body. And anytime our body experiences a threat, it goes into conservation mode of this store, hoard, and conserve. So we have to be careful to understand that metabolism is not influenced by us decreasing our calories or micromanaging our diet or even working out. Our, our metabolism is directly influenced by our energy levels. So if we go back to the board and we look at the energy meter, which we talked about in the last lesson, and you should be tracking your energy level. We know that we have a threshold or what we consider energy debt. And this is where our body is just living in a survival response. It doesn't feel like it has enough energy to supply all the cells with all the nutrients and life that it needs to do the job. And when our body doesn't have the energy it needs because it's being channeled in an unhealthy direction or we're not supplying it, what happens then is that you start entering into that survival pattern where your body becomes exhausted because it's not because the energy isn't there, but because it's storing and hoarding and conserving it. Because as we mentioned in the last video, the biggest threat to our body is that we'll run out of energy and running out of energy ultimately means sickness and death and disease. And so all of these symptoms you might be experiencing, even the inability to lose weight, is just a sign that your body has some kind of threat to its energy levels. The energy just isn't there, meaning your body is out of balance and you're probably living in more of a sympathetic dominant state. We're gonna talk about this in a minute. Um, we won't go there right now, but we will talk about sympathetic dominant state. So energy debt, right? When we're in energy debt, your metabolism is going to slow down so that you have enough energy, at least, to maintain survival. Unfortunately, with survival, we don't do deep cleaning, we don't heal and rejuvenate our body, and we certainly don't put the work into losing weight or keeping our skin, hair, and our nail nice and healthy. And so we get all kinds of symptoms our hormones get out of whack. I mean, it's just this entire process of slowing down the body where it becomes really sluggish. And you can feel this in your everyday life. Symptoms are a sign that something is out of balance. More than likely, you're living in energy debt. My goal with this class is that we can move you to a state of thriving where your body is energized and it has plenty of energy. And when your body is in this state of homeostatic balance, your metabolism increases to meet that. And I wanna be clear, it doesn't relate to food. Yes, food can influence it because generally speaking, food has been the primary source of energy for all of our bodies. But that's not always the case, and we're gonna learn about that next week. But if we can increase our energy, even outside of just eating it, to a place where we feel more alive, where we have a healthy flow, then our body doesn't have to store, hoard, and conserve that, and it can start releasing that energy, releasing that excess body fat, and you live in more of a balanced state. This is what we call more of our parasympathetic mode.
And we're gonna be talking about these two states, the sympathetic and parasympathetic mode quite a bit. Um, and the reason we are gonna talk about those quite a bit is because these are the communication channels to the body. So metabolism is going to signal to the brain whether you should be living in this parasympathetic state or this sympathetic state. Metabolism isn't the only control mechanism to determine that, but it is one of the primary sources because this nervous system state is going to be the determining factor in how all of your biology runs. Meaning if you're in parasympathetic, your hormones, your neurotransmitters, your enzymes, the way your body's processing and how your body is channeling energy is significantly different than the sympathetic response, which is considered our stress response. Now, both of those states are really critical to the health of the body, right? We need both of those. The sympathetic is more of that stress response. It's that fight or flight response that comes in to supply energy and need and also like channel a bunch of energy into your immune system. Like say you're out walking or running and you twist your ankle. Instantly, your ankle should swell. That swelling is a sign of the sympathetic state. You have a burst of energy and a burst of immune system that's gonna go to the damage, to the threat, to the injury, and it's gonna supply support. In the short term, sympathetic state is amazing. The problem is, is when it becomes dominant or we live in the sympathetic state the majority of the time. Because the problem with this is that in the short term, it's supplying energy, it's supplying a healthy immune system, it's supplying inflammation, it's doing the quick healing that our body needs. But long term, what happens is it releases cortisol and adrenaline, and it releases other stress hormones, and it increases inflammation, and ultimately, it starts to store, hoard, and conserve energy because it's living in a threat. So short term, we can see massive benefits from this. We want this in the short term, but when we're living in that the majority of our days, we're truly not digesting our food, we're not releasing and mobilizing excess fat cells, and we're definitely not doing the deep healing and cleansing that our body needs to thrive. Sometimes the state doesn't even allow us to sleep well at night. And so really we want to understand, are we living in the sympathetic state or what I consider survival, which is all linked to being exhausted, feeling sick, feeling overwhelmed, or am I living in a parasympathetic state or parasympathetic, at least dominant state? We'll always flip flop back and forth, but it's finding a balance or that rhythm that creates that thriving state. And parasympathetic state is really our rest and digest phase. It's where we can release and have a healthy flow of energy. We do the deep cleaning. We're sleeping well at night, but we have energy to live throughout the day. Um, all of that is happening in that parasympathetic state where our body does not feel threatened. Therefore, it doesn't need to hold on to, store and conserve body fat cells. And it can release that to um, shed and lose some extra weight. Now, an interesting fact for you, the majority of parasympathetic state actually happens while we're sleeping, right? It's that rest, that deep sleep state. Sympathetic often is when we're up and moving, definitely when we're in the car, when we experience threats or when we're working. Again, this is not bad. It's just bad long-term. Now, 
Sympathetic state is that conserve mode. So a lot of people think if I'm up working out and I'm moving my body, oftentimes uh, that's when I'm losing weight. But the reality is, is the majority of us are losing all of our weight in the parasympathetic state. We have to be in parasympathetic to release that, to release the carbon dioxide that comes with that and to actually lose weight and heal our body. So the majority of weight loss actually happens when you're in a process of deep sleep or in rest. We're gonna talk about this all later on, but it is a really interesting thing. So we want to come back into balance and support the parasympathetic state more, more than anything else because sympathetic is always going to happen. It's an unconscious reaction that just occurs at threats, right? Like it's happening all day long. We don't need to worry about, oh, maybe I'm not getting into the sympathetic state enough. In some cases that can be true, um, and we're gonna talk about that in the action plan, and we kind of talked about that in the energy lesson with the pendulum, right? We wanna push our body into work. We wanna get our body to do something. We want to go into the sympathetic state because that's going to um, basically get our body to do the job that it was designed to do some work. But in the process of that, we wanna refeed and rest on the other side because that's that balance of pushing our body, creating change, but also that refeeding allows our body to release that and release stored energy. So it's always this push and the pull. Unfortunately, like I said, most people are sympathetic dominant and the majority of the sympathetic state or the majority of the reason why people are living in survival mode actually has to do with what we're talking about next week and that's emotional stress. 70% of our total energy is bound up in our emotions, meaning how you're feeling what it is that you're experiencing emotionally, which we're all always experiencing emotions, is determining 70% of your energetic level. So next week we're gonna talk about that and why so many people struggle to break free of these symptoms, to lose the weight, to um, you know uh, break free of their infertility struggles, to break free of their anxiety and depression, is a lot of times all of that energy is just being channeled into an unhealthy direction emotionally that is not serving your body. But today we're gonna to talk about, okay, we wanna bring ourselves back into balance. How do you increase your energy? Because increasing your energy is going to increase your metabolism. And we're gonna start diving into that in the action plan. But just before we go, I wanna mention that there are a lot of things influencing your metabolism. And I only say these because it's just good things to pay attention to, right? A lot of people think, oh, my metabolism is just a result of my genetics or, you know, I just have a sluggish metabolism. That is not the case at all. Our genetics actually play a relatively small role in the health of our body. Because what we know about genetics is that just because we have predisposed genes for certain conditions, how our environment is or what we're interacting with or our emotional state is actually determining what genes are expressed. Meaning just because you might have a genetic makeup that says that you are more predisposed to obesity, I have that exact gene. In fact, I have multiple genes that make it more difficult for me to lose weight and maintain a healthy weight than to put on that weight. But just because they're there doesn't mean your life is doomed. It's how you're being influenced by your environment that's determining whether those genes are expressed, whether those genes are active or inactive. And you can keep unhealthy genes inactive for long periods of time, for your entire lifetime, by providing the right environment. 
So it's not necessarily our job to do for our body because then we create a body war, right? Just like reducing calories or jumping on the next fad diet. All of those things might sound like a great idea, but anytime they come in and decrease the energy load, anytime they add extra stress, anytime they push you into sympathetic mode, it's going to cause more harm than it is good, no matter how healthy it may be. So I don't want you to focus on all of these right and wrong things, but I want you to focus on how do I get energy to my body? How do I create more energy inside and open up the flow of energy that is already there, right? Energy is inside of you. It's understanding where that energy is being channeled and how to open up those channels so that you can thrive. Our goal is balanced energy. You're always going to flip-flop back down here. But the majority of the time, I want to teach you how to get yourself back into that thriving state where the majority of your life, no matter what is happening in the world around you, is thriving. Because here's what we know. Metabolism is influenced by cyclical cycles, meaning this is not static. And providing a static diet 100% of the time is actually causing more harm to your metabolism because it will work to meet that. Meaning anytime you get out of that norm, it's going to cause issues. It's going to make you gain weight. It's going to create inflammation. And you might think, I'm doing everything right and I can't lose weight. The reality is, is it's because your metabolism has worked to meet that to maintain a homeostatic balance. Don't blame your metabolism, blame your energy. And energy is really fully in our control. So we're going to talk about how we can fix our energy levels in the next video and really start to jump set or jumpstart your metabolism. So that's the quick lesson on metabolism. It is not solely responsible for your weight, but it does distinguish and define the neurological state that your body is in, which is going to determine what your body does. Meaning your metabolism is directly related to what your body is going to do with the things that you provide. So if you're living in sympathetic dominant state where you're in this survival patterns, even if you eat the best food on all the world, you can still gain weight off of that because your body wants to store, hoard, and conserve energy because it feels like it's threatened that it won't be there. There's too much stress, the stress load is too great that it can't open up that flow of energy and use that food for good. On the other hand, if you're thriving, if you're feeling good, if you're feeding your body well and you're living an energized life, your body is going to do something completely different with what you provide it simply because your metabolism has communicated with your body, it's okay to release, it's okay to open up. We have plenty of energy, we're living in balance, we're good to go. So metabolism is communicating with your body, which is communicating to every other channel inside of your body. Our body is not separated and segmented into specific systems, they're all working together, and it's all communicated based on this parasympathetic nervous system or the sympathetic nervous system or what's considered your autonomic nervous system. Anyways, I don't want to get into all the biology of that, but I hope that's helpful in helping you to almost break free of this notion that you are stuck where you are. Energy is inside of you. Now it's time to learn how to let it out, to free that, to experience the energy today, not in 60 days, not in 90 days. We can do that today. So come back to the next lesson and we're going to start putting this into practice. Okay, that was lesson one. 
I hope you learned a thing or two inside that lesson. And like I mentioned, the action plan to this, the second video that goes along with this one, explains all the tips and tricks on how do we actually up-level our metabolism to get it to work with us instead of having this constant battle between what we think and what our body is trying to do. If you want to learn more about that or what's inside Health Made Simple, head on over to thelivingwell.com. I am so pumped to go through this round with you. I love teaching these classes. And while you have the video lessons, we'll also be spending some time together over live video where you can ask your questions and get them answered by me and where we can work more one-on-one inside the class to create an energy blueprint, a health blueprint that works for you. Again, check it out over at thelivingwell.com. Sign up for Health Made Simple. You will not regret it. Um, And I'm so excited to kick off this next session in just a couple of weeks. But stay tuned for lesson number two, which is my absolute favorite inside Health Made Simple, coming up in just a couple of days. So stay tuned for that. And don't forget, this summer is launching the Sex Talk, the safest place to talk about all things sexual wellness that you probably haven't heard before, but really matter. Stay tuned for that and sign up for my email list to express your opinion about what you want to see this summer. Okay, that's it for now. I'll see you back here in just a couple of days. 